Welcome back to She Collective. I'm your host, Vanessa. And I'm your host, Alejandra. And here we are. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I feel so, I don't know, nervous today. I don't know why. It's not like we're talking I about anything nervous. special. Oh my I God. I have that effect on people. I also had the worst allergy attack this past hour. So if my voice sounds congested, that's why. We're just going to jump right into it. Start with the icebreaker. What is the craziest dream you can remember having? It can be sad, happy, or scary. Okay, so I don't dream that often. <laughs> she doesn't dream. <laughs> yeah, like I very rarely dream. And I think that's why I love scary movies because I feel like one of the reasons why a lot of people don't like scary movies is because mm. they get nightmares. You like but bring them on. Can't relate because I don't really get dreams a lot. Like I don't really have that many dreams. Um, or if I do, I guess I just don't remember them. But. There was one that I will never forget, and I remember I was fucking traumatized. When I was younger, my aunts, two of my mom's older sisters, lived in Palmdale, which is only like an hour drive from here, and, right, it's about an hour? Yeah, yeah. 45, basically. So, we used to drive up there every weekend, and if you've ever been to Palmdale, it's basically just like mountains that mm-hmm. you're, going, like you're driving through. Yeah. And... I remember my mom would come home from work, and it would be, like, a Friday, and we would all be begging her, like, to go to Palmdale because we all wanted to go hang out with our cousins. So she used to drive us there and drive us back, and I remember there was, like, so many times that she would be driving, and she would be, like, super sleepy, oh, and we would oh. all get so scared. I think I told you You told me about this. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So my brother, my sister, and I would always get so scared because we are like, oh, my God, like, and we would tell her, like, Mom, Mom, are you okay? Like, because we would mm-hmm. think she was, like, literally going to fall asleep and so i fucking hate driving when i'm tired me too it's the feeling i know it's because especially when you drive you don't know if you're fucking dreaming or if you're awake i mean no i that i know shit's happened to me and then i'm like fuck i start smacking myself like wake the fuck up bitch no yeah (laughs) it's scary but so i guess it's always been like in the back of my head so one night i guess when i was younger um i had a dream Ew, it's so ugly. I had a dream (laughs) that we were driving back from Palmdale in the, like, at night. Mm -hmm. And um, it was, like, me, my brother, my sister, and my mom. And obviously my mom was driving. And (laughs) that she fell asleep and we drove off the cliff. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, we drove off the cliff into water. Water. Like, there was, like, water under, which, I mean, I don't think that... (laughs) true in Palmdale. There's no water on the way to Yeah, I don't think so. But in my dream, that's what happened. And I just remember falling in the water and then swimming out of the water and then, like, looking under me, like, inside of the water. And I can see, like, my mom and my brother and my sister just, like, sinking down. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget that because I was fucking literally (laughs) traumatized. (laughs) It was so scary and I woke up crying. And then after that, I was like, I never want to go to Palmdale again. Yeah. Obviously that didn't happen. But yeah. That's one that's... That's the one that has always stuck to my head. There's a couple because like Mm -hmm. I said, it doesn't happen very often, but that's the one that comes to my head first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you told me about that too and I was like, oh hell no. I know, it was (laughs) scary. And then the worst part about it, which I was trying to skip saying it... That when I looked down, when they were, like, sinking, there was piranhas in the water. I know. And I've always had this really weird, like, irrational fear of piranhas. Because they could fucking devour you. I know, but, like, where did that come from, (laughs) ma'am? Like, where the fuck is there a piranha? I've never seen a piranha in my life. Have you seen the movie Piranha? Uh, No. Me neither. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know where that fear came from, but... 
Maybe yeah. for movies, though. Probably. Okay. No, another thing, like, another weird fear is, like, quicksand. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fucking... Where? Why? Where have we ever where seen have I ever seen? Re- Other than movies. Yeah, but that shit's, like... I know. If you think about it, quick... Oh, no. Absolutely not. Thank you very much. <laughs> One that I think could come to mind really quick that was, like, a little, like, what the fuck, like, traumatizing is, um... It has to do with water, too, apparently. Oh, my God. I hate water. <laughs> it was in the ocean. And then I remember I woke up crying from this dream, too, because it had to do with my mom... Yeah. And a shark. Oh my I god, think, literally that was the, I think I told, the same as mine. <laughs> I think I told you about it too, how I woke up crying in like a puddle of sweat too. I was like sweating, but mm-hmm. it's kind of not as vivid, but I can remember that. Somehow we were in the beach or something and all of a sudden people were running out of the water because it was a shark coming and I couldn't fucking find my mom, which my mom wouldn't really go out to the beach, but... <laughs> yeah. Unrealistic. So, yeah. <laughs> And I, I just couldn't find my mom. And then all of a sudden, I see my mom far out. And then I ran out to go. It was a pretty short dream, too. She was just too, in the water? She was in the water. But she I guess the tide was pulling her in, so mm-hmm. she couldn't come out. And I had Aiden with me, but I was like, Aiden, get over there. And then I fucking ran into the water. And then I don't know what the fuck happened because I woke up. Oh my but God. it had to do with a shark that I, I could see the shark. It wasn't close to my mom, but I could see it, like, nearing her. And then, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I made it. It probably ate her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's not like it happened. No, but, yeah. I don't know what happened. But I just woke up crying because I, <laughs> I don't know if I got to my mom or not. But, yeah. Oh, my God. Literally, <laughs> the ocean. It's scary. Terrifying. I know. It's so creepy. Oh, my God. I'm on, like, mermaid TikTok. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck I got there. And on my For You page, there's, like, all these videos that people post. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like, those, like, conspiracy mm-hmm. videos? Kind of mm-hmm. like that. About mermaids. It's like, sites so and all that? It's fucking creepy. Yes. No, actually, I, I, I think they I exist. stumbled upon mermaid TikTok. They exist. Too. I don't care what anybody says. I, I think I think they exist too. I mean, I don't think they exist like fucking. I don't aerial. think they're all fucking like beautiful no, and shit. I know not. they're evil little shits like the fucking live action of Peter Pan. They're probably like, like the ugly mermaids, and they're gonna murder us. <laughs> and that's how it's gonna. Don't end. go into the ocean. <laughs> For real. Okay, so my icebreaker is: What is the worst movie you've ever watched? Oh. Oh my god, hold on. I think... I feel like I know what you're gonna say. I know. I, the Bye Bye Man? Yes. Yeah. I, I was think like, that's the worst one that we've seen together. But the one that... The worst movie that I've seen, I think, was the fucking... That one movie that Rob made us watch. <laughs> <laughs> that I was like, I, was I just there? wasted like fucking an hour of my life watching this shit. Yeah. It was um, Happy Camp? Day Camp? What was it? <gasps> oh my god, Sleepaway yes. Camp. It's like some, some old camp. fucking ancient movie. Yeah. That was fucking terrible. He was like, this is such a good movie. And he fell asleep. We were the ones that stayed up watching it. I know. Yeah, I think that... He's that's... like, this is such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking literally dies. And that's asleep. the last time we listened to a recommendation. I know. <laughs> Mine, I will never forgive or forget. Um, Mother, the one with Jennifer Lawrence. The Aww. worst movie I've ever seen in my entire existence. And I've seen some pretty fucking bad seen, movies. Yeah, that is a bad movie. Have you seen it? It's, yeah. The whole thing? Yeah. So bad. I know. Literally so confusing. What is it even about? <laughs> I'm still in confusion. 
when I went to go watch it, I saw it in the theater, mm-hmm. which pissed me off even more at the fact that I spent my fucking money on it. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to go you see it with my friend. I like, that was a No, I literally, my friend and I, when we got out of the theater, we were like, who can we email to, like, get a <laughs> refund? Because I'm, like, very upset that I, A, spent my money, B, spent my time, C, I'm just annoyed. Like, who can I complain to about it? <laughs> I was so upset about that movie. And I know that... I understand there's a lot of movies that are meant to be more, like, like deep. Yeah. They're supposed to be, like, a deeper... What? What is it? <laughs> Somebody explain it to me. Well, Rob kind of explained that to me. He said basically it has to do with, like, I guess how we began, like, human civilization and all that, but I don't know. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the point? Yeah, and if you guys haven't seen it, just don't bother. Don't watch it. Don't bother. Literally. So, today, we just wanted to have, like, a very casual discussion and just have a little vent sesh about how miserable (laughs) our 20s has been and how nobody fucking warned us. Yeah, like, this, I forgot when it was, like, sometime this, I think it was yesterday, actually, we were hanging out and we were just, like, venting about something. I don't even remember what the fuck school, we were talking no? about anymore. Maybe it was school, Maybe yeah. It was school. And then that's how this little <laughs> episode came to be. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we wanted to highlight what life in our 20s has been like. Different from, I guess, what we might have imagined it would have been like. Yeah, I guess true. when we're young, we just imagine our 20s being different. Yeah. But then when you're experiencing it, I don't know, it's weird. Because, for example, how we're how? in the middle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we're, like, in between where we can relate to a Generation Z, but we can also relate to the end of, like, the millennials. Like, we're, like, the last generation of millennials. Not generation, but we're, no, like, but at the... At the brink. Like, like the, the tail, tail end yeah. of millennials we're just like right in the middle so we're not like we don't feel too old or too young yeah we don't feel like we don't know what we are anymore yeah we're just a fucking mess (laughs) clearly but yeah just basically i don't know being in your 20s is such a weird stage because when you're a teenager you know you're a teenager so anything more carefree but now when you're in your 20s you feel like you kind of have to have your shit together or you should be like like the pressure you should be making the steps towards having your shit together that way by the time you're like 30 like you Mm -hmm. have like your life set i think because growing up I feel like we got kind of fed that idea or maybe we just yeah. got it into our head that at our 20s we were supposed to have our everything together or by our you're 20s supposed to be getting your stuff yeah. together mm-hmm. in your 20s how to explain it I don't think the way that we the imagined idea that we it, had I don't even think the idea that we had when we were younger was wrong. I just think yeah. it changed. I think when we were younger, people in their 20s were a specific way and people mm-hmm. in their 30s were a specific way. But now, our generation, it's different because mm-hmm. social media didn't exist the way it did back then. We're the first generation living in their 20s that grew up with internet, grew up with social media, whatever. Like a lot of people older than us, they're still technically considered, well, they are. They're yeah. still millennials, yeah. but they kind of adapted into technology the internet and technology and, and social mm-hmm. media later on in their life versus it was always there for us we grew up for it but we also grew up without it too like in our our childhood we didn't have it yeah we had i feel like our generation had more of a childhood different than the generations now because they're growing up with more freaking social media like we grew up riding bikes like more active and i feel like a lot of not everybody obviously but i feel like a lot of the generations now are just like it's all about tiktok Right yeah, now. obviously. So yeah. it's just weird because we grew up like 
like right in the middle. So we had mm-hmm. half of it in the first half yeah. of our life, and then we got like the other half, which is like technology, all of that. When we, we were in middle school, school it was yeah. already like that's eight. when it was starting to pick up, like yeah. the space and mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. So I like the fact that we grew up without of it, but I also do like the fact that we grew up with, with it, it mm-hmm. because there's something about not knowing what's happening or like a lot of older people that didn't grow up grow up with it or whatever like those people are our bosses Mm -hmm. and for somebody like me at least that's very into like technology blah blah whatever working under an employer that doesn't understand it is frustrating because you're like you're you're not utilizing things properly, blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. And you have to basically explain to so them. So you have to, show. like, show them, explain yeah. to them. Like, and I think that's annoying. So I appreciate that we kind of we're, grew up yeah. with it a little mm-hmm. bit, too. Because when our kids, like, come to us, for, like, we're already going to know. You know it. how to do we it. Versus, yeah. like, imagine older, maybe people, like, in their, like, 40s or 50s, like, like our parents, they mm-hmm. barely know how to use their phone. Yeah, I know. My mom comes to me all the time. Yeah. With, yeah. So things like that where it's, like, I'm, I I like the fact that we, we know we how to do it. it. Yeah. But um, back to, like, the original point, it also makes it, like, weird because we're just, like, in this weird little, like, wedge in the middle of, like, yeah. both of the generations. And then also there's some people that are our age that relate more to one side versus other. Like I have so many friends that are our age that don't even know how to use TikTok and mm-hmm. things like that. Which Social is like media. fine. Yeah. Like it, they're not into it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it's also, I don't know. It's just being in your 20s at during this time is fucking weird. Yeah. It's just like a weird time. Because we want to do so many things, but we feel like stuck in a way, mm-hmm. kind of. Like we're in our 20s. Right now is the time when we should, like, travel, like, see the freaking world. And how are we going to do that when we don't have, like, a steady, permanent, great yeah. job where you make a living out of? But most like, people travel I guess, like, before career. you get yeah. that, though. I know, but, like, how the fuck do they do that without... Well, like, where do they get the money? Like, you can only save up so much because you also have expenses. It's but... also it's also weird because, like, social media, like, now that's a career like mm-hmm. social media is a yep. career so yeah. we also didn't grow up when social media was a career like it became a career while we were also growing up mm-hmm. which is also weird because then one of the things that like bothers me too is I feel like people not necessarily older than us but anybody that doesn't really understand or relate to social media mm-hmm. they don't realize how that literally could be a career. Social media. And I feel like mm-hmm. that also discourages people that are in our, like, specific age range to do it because they, they don't want to be looked they at want, like... Yeah, like fucking childish. Like you're, or, yeah, or like you're stupid. That's yeah. not a career or whatever. Yeah. But it fucking is... There's mm-hmm. people They're that making are younger more money than, than us. you. Yeah. yeah, that are younger like, than us that have fucking that own home. Freaking millionaires already. Emma Chamberlain, which I'm sure a lot of people know, Emma Chamberlain bought her first fucking home at 19. Mm-hmm. $4 million home. She lives by herself, literally off of social media. Mm-hmm. And she's living in LA. Mm-hmm. She lives in the fucking middle of fucking West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Literally expensive as shit. $4 million home by herself. And then older generations are like, that's such a joke. Like, they're, mm-hmm. like, they don't, I'm like, are you stupid? Like, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. Are they're you kidding? S- that's yeah. smart. This person's freaking making a million dollars off of freaking a coffee. YouTube video. Off about of a coffee. YouTube video. Yeah. Literally. Off of her just driving around town yeah. doing random shit. 
It's really crazy. It's like a. It's just. It's weird. like intriguing, but it's like wow, how shit has changed. It literally. So it's just like weird because well, like for me, one of the things that I struggle with is like, yeah, I don't know if I want to follow the traditional approach of like careers and blah 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 whatever. Like we grew up thinking that we're supposed to do, or if we want to just bandwagon pursue. off of and pursue what we're actually in our interests basically not really that because i think it's i think either way it's like an interest but yeah but it's you just don't know which side to go to which you're drawn yeah Yeah. because i'm like i feel like in your head you really want to go the other direction but then when you think about it you're like maybe like a safe route yeah yeah for sure definitely Mm -hmm. and i feel like there's probably a lot of people that can relate to that yeah like, we have acquaintances and stuff, or people that we once knew that have, like, their careers already. Like, they they have their shit together. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes you feel discouraged, like, when seeing how somebody your age has, or even younger than you, for example. Like, Emma Chamberlain has accomplished so much, and you're, like, you're in limbo, basically. Also, like, one of the things that I struggle with a lot is school. Growing up, I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of school. Like, when I was younger, I was the first one out of the my brother my sister that failed a class or got a bad grade, whatever. My brother was, like, the golden child. He, already, <laughs> he always had, like, straight A's. My sister was also a good student. And then I was the first one that would, like, question everything. Like, when I was in middle school, I remember being in, like, history class and being like, why do I care? Like, this is so... Mm-hmm. Even though now, when I'm, now that I'm older, I could appreciate, like, history or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, this is stupid. Like, when who cares? And we have that state of mind when we're young. Yeah. Like, I feel like because we're just oblivious to everything. Like, at that age, I didn't really, like, care. And I felt like there was no use. And I'm still like this. There's no use in me even wasting my time if I know that I'm not going to, like, get into Benefit it. off of that. Yeah, too. so... Like- Whatever. So I wasn't, like, the greatest student. And then when I was in high school, I started to, like, appreciate education more and, like, learning, mm-hmm. whatever. So once I went to college, I loved it. I I love learning. I think it's fun. Like, I think it's, it's really important to have, like, a lot of knowledge. Like, there's a lot of things that we need to know and that mm-hmm. it's going to benefit us. Um, Especially when it's something that actually piques your interest. Yeah, like, oh my God, that tell intrigues me more. you. Yeah. Exactly. So it makes it even better. So now, as an adult, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I struggle calling myself that. But, um, <laughs> Word of mouth. Yeah, but as an adult, I I like school. Like I appreciate school. I like the structure. I like I like school. But it's also a huge chunk of time that you're spending when you're in school like you spend so much time in class you spend so much time out of class you spend so much time studying doing homework dot 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 whatever it's like a huge chunk of time and I feel like one of the things that made it really difficult for me is because I got a really stable job at a very young age Mm -hmm. with like a set schedule whatever like all of the things that you want when you're younger you're like oh my god I really want to work in an office I really whatever I don't know why working in an office was so intriguing when you're younger Mm-hmm. So, but it's I it's just like a different setting. I yeah, guess. it makes you feel older. I guess it makes you feel you like, oh my god, I made older, it. Like. So stupid. <laughs> um, but so I got that at a young age. Like mm-hmm. I started working in an office, you know, a very like reliable job, and I feel like that stumped my growth in school because. It started becoming very difficult for me to continue going to school, doing homework, studying, blah, 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 whatever, 
while I was in the office, like mm-hmm. from nine to five, literally I was at work when all of the classes at school were happening. Yeah, so by the time, the time, the only time that I can get a class was at nighttime and night classes are becoming way more popular now. But during that time, it was so hard to get a class that I needed to get when I when I could go to school. So then I started like just being like, okay, well, I'm not going to go to school this semester. And then I started being like, okay, I guess I'm not going to go to school next semester yeah. either and blah, blah, whatever. So I just kept pushing it away. Mm-hmm. And then it started to become like, a, is it even necessary to go back to school? Yeah. Like whatever. And I personally do think it's necessary. Like yeah. I still find a value in a, you know, a degree, degree, but it's so hard because then you, you have to think about, okay, if I really want to do this, like let's say you really want to do social media, do you really want to waste your time yeah. and money? Cause it's fucking expensive to go to school mm-hmm. when you, I don't know. It's just yeah, like you're stuck. Yeah. Because it's then very... we, as you also, when you get older, when you're in your twenties, you realize how fucking fast time goes yeah so you're like i'm literally gonna sit here and waste five however many years in school when i can be spending like your peak age Mm -hmm. which is in your 20s whatever something doing something yourself that you're actually gonna enjoy like fucking being emma chamberlain (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) so it's like which one do you want but then you also we also haven't seen social media careers age there's nobody that was a social media star that's, like, now in their, like, 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So we don't even know what's going to happen to those people yeah. that built their careers out of social media. We don't know what's going to... What is that going to look like in I 20, know. 30 but years? But even by then, they're already going to have accumulated their money. Yeah, that's true. Because they're playing it smart. So out of... If so they're let's playing say, smart. Like, people... Yeah, exactly. It all has to do with how they how smart they are in managing their platform Mm -hmm. while they have it right now. Like a lot of those, they're making their own little side businesses, Mm -hmm. which they're accumulating more money from. So they're playing it smart. Mm -hmm. It's not just them doing YouTube. They partner up with brands. Mm -hmm. They get sponsorships, all of that. It's just weird because we don't know where that, where is that going to go? That's the thing that's so weird about our generation is because we're like okay yeah like i can drop everything that i'm doing right now and just start fucking posting on youtube every day yeah which goals but then <laughs> what am i gonna be doing in 10 years like yeah. am i still gonna be posting fucking videos like mm-hmm. on youtube it's just weird and then there is some of those first youtubers or social mm-hmm. media stars or whatever are now grown up married with kids whatever and there's a lot of them that have quit recently because they're like well, we don't even know what else like yeah. what what more is there for me to show you unless it's like at this point a reality tv show mm-hmm. and everything changes tiktok completely fucking shattered everything mm-hmm. it's like now what so it's just like weird because we're like okay like do i want to fucking take a risk and just fucking drop everything and just try to be like a social media star <laughs> it's or like whatever it's or like do you want to just risk? go to school yeah get a good Get a job in an office somewhere, fucking clock in in the morning, clock out at night, fucking whatever. <laughs> Even, like, with YouTube, like, people used to say before, like, that's going to die off. Yeah. Like, that's not going to happen. And, like, give it, like, a couple years. Well, bitch, it's been, like, 15 at this point, And it's still going strong. Mm-hmm. So, I don't it's know. It's because it's an international thing. Mm-hmm. So, you're getting, you're not just getting views from wherever you're living. You're getting freaking views from the other side of the freaking yeah. world. So, the following is very but it's also competitive because everybody wants I know. to do and it and everybody's everybody kind of does the same thing too yeah that's so you have true. to be really creative mm-hmm. and unique but then people start copying it 
there's only so much you can like come up with it's gonna be repetitive no matter what but even for me like smart too like what's gonna make you stand out even more? yeah I think it's like a personality thing but (laughs) it's just hard because we're like I feel like we should know or have an idea kind of of like what we want to do I know what I want to do career-wise but there's still other things that I want to that I would like to pursue yeah. apart from, like, my career or whatever. Yeah. And so I've always known that I was going to finish school. It's just been so, such a long journey, journey and a very long process. It's been unnecessarily difficult. I mean, it's my fault, but not at the same time, if that makes sense. Obviously, if you get, like, a great opportunity to do, like, a really, you know, something really cool, like a good job, blah, blah, whatever then take it you can always go back to school which is what I'm trying to like tell myself like school's always going to be there you can always you know continue but it's just going to get way more difficult later on more pressure yeah and just get it done I feel like because of the job that I have and the schedule that I have or whatever it's just become very difficult to you know take classes because I would have to take my classes after school I get off of work at 6 p.m. There's no moving it. I've tried. And I'm also the only one in my entire department, my entire office that's in school. And I'm the youngest one in the whole Mm -hmm. office. I honestly am so grateful because everybody that I work with is so, like, almost protective of me. And I appreciate it so much. All of the people that I work with, for the most part, everybody has a degree. So they understand the importance of it. They do encourage me to finish school and all of that. But there's only so much they can do. Yeah. It's mainly just scheduling purposes and it's also super difficult and almost unmotivating. There was a point where I would get off of work at 5, go into school at 6, get out at 10 p.m., go home, do homework, study for whatever I need to study for, go to sleep at like 3 in the morning and wake up to be in the office. It was like such a repetitive routine that eventually she got. It's just hard because there's only so many classes that they offer at the time that I need them to offer it, mm-hmm. it's like, at one point, it's, it's going to be impossible. Yeah. And that's where it's hard. I feel like you've hit that point already. Yeah, I'm like on the verge She's of basically at a point where she's like, okay, I need to figure something out. She wants to finish school already, basically. Yeah. So I need to just figure out what my next move is going to be, and that's what's becoming a little bit difficult. Yeah, what about you? I have to get school done, too. I guess it was easy for me to push that back because I had a kid. Mm-hmm. but now he's already grown so he's, he's at like a, in high school yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's not um he's in college already I'm just kidding. yeah he's um, literally lives on his own <laughs> <laughs> he's moved out yeah I'm at a perfect point in my life now where I can actually go ahead and just finish school mm-hmm. which is something that's always been in the back of my mind do you feel and like now you that he's more him as yeah an excuse? oh yeah yeah, yeah. It was a perfect excuse, but now he's already older, so he's independent. He doesn't, Mm -hmm. like, need me there 24-7. I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I'm done making excuses. I want to just finish school because I want to get my shit together. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's necessary to finish school for whatever? It's something that I, deep down, I want to do. It's like a It's almost like a personal, like, goal. Yes, exactly. It's not even like a... Yeah. It's not even, I feel like... I mean, obviously, I feel like it's always personal because you're fucking paying for it like it's a girl it better be personal if you're like spending that much money on it but I feel like it's not it doesn't mean what it used to mean anymore yeah like before it was like a necessity like oh my god I have to yeah and now it's like a well this is like just something that I want to do yeah Yeah. it's it's a goal of mine that I've set and I want to get done Mm -hmm. 
and then in the long run it, it'll be beneficial yeah whether it's not I gonna choose like not to, benefit you yeah whether yeah. I choose to finish and then if I choose to do something else after that okay but at least I have that to fall back on of course as yeah. a backup let's say I finish school and then I pursue the career that I choose to do and then later on I'm like okay I want to do something else mm-hmm. whether I just change my mind or not I'll have something to fall back on yeah like I said like a backup <laughs> yeah but it's we know what a backup is <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> But at least it'll be something that I and myself know that I've completed. Yeah. I feel like it's so easy for people our age to be like, no, I don't want well, to go to school. Well, school's not for everybody. But basically, school is one thing that we both are in line to freaking complete. We'll end the school topic there. <laughs> I know, we just went on a whole rant about school. <laughs> Another thing in our 20s, you start realizing that you're aging. <laughs> I can't relate to that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, like, I'm hitting early menopause, for example. I'm getting all these hot flashes. I'm getting fucking heartburn that I never used to get before. And I'm lactose intolerant now. So what is up with that? I know. It's because you push it. That could be it, but still. One of the things that I constantly think about is I'm not enjoying my 20s to, like, the fullest potential. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, anything or anybody's fault. It's just me. Like, it's just something that I'm, like, I, like I battle with myself about because I feel like I'm not doing enough enough in my 20s in the sense of even like just fun stuff like I feel like I don't go out like I'm not as social like I'm in general not really that social but I feel like there's I she is she's a socially unsocial person yeah <laughs> that's a good way to put what it. do they call it there's a word for it ambivert that's what it's called I feel like we have friends that are like full-blown adults. They have families, they have houses, they have careers, but then we also have friends that party every Mm -hmm. weekend. Mm -hmm. So then we're kind of like stuck in like a weird, well, I feel like I don't know which way I lean more on because I don't know what I want. Mm -hmm. I don't want to like get married and have, like I don't want to do that. Yeah. But I also don't want to party every fucking weekend either. So I'm like weird because I feel like I'm not getting my money's worth of my 20s. (laughs) No, you know what I mean? Like I'm not living it up. Yeah. And that bothers me. Like I feel like I should be more adventurous. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, the girls in the podcast are in their 20s. And one of the things that I feel like makes things harder for us is that we're always comparing ourselves to like how other people live their life. Mm -hmm. So one of the things for me is the dating world. Mm -hmm. So growing up, I've always held that side in such a strange bubble. I feel like it was so weird to me how easy it was for people to just like date anyone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I felt like it was such a bigger thing to me. Like, it was a bigger deal to, like, even just talking to somebody. Nessa, when she starts talking to the male species... (laughs) You're so... You're like my freaking grandma. (laughs) For example, if she's attracted to them, she starts getting into this... Oh my god, I'm literally mortified. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. She always starts getting into this, like, defense mechanism... Where, in a way, she closes herself off. She doesn't let herself seem vulnerable. Even though inside, she's like, oh my god, like, get me the fuck out of here. No, but one of the things that I feel like recently I've been, like, thinking about more is it's so easy for other people that are in our age, that are, like, single, of course, obviously. Or maybe not, I don't know. (laughs) Um, To just, like, date anybody and just, like, hang out with people. Like, even if they don't like them, and I've always been very thrown off by that. Like, there's been a, a couple of times where I have 
friends that are guys that mm-hmm. I like absolutely love. Like I love talking to them, hanging out with them, whatever. But then once I find out that they like me, it kind of throws me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it just gets weird from there. It just gets weird like, for awkward. me. And it for shouldn't. You, I feel at like at least I remember when we were younger. <laughs> at least for me, like when we were younger, if somebody would like you, they would be like, just give them a chance. Yeah. And I would be like, no, if I don't like you, I don't like you. There's no chances. Like, it's not going to change. But it also has to do with attraction, though. Yeah. But then there's people, it's happened to me, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I'm not, let's say, like, attracted to them Mm -hmm. initially, but I love talking to them all the time. And then when it's like, oh, let's date or something, let's say, and then Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. You step back from that. I, like, step back from it. So then they go away. Usually, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what always happens, because then they're like, fuck you then. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I should have <laughs> yeah. given them a chance. I think when you like somebody, you develop attraction for them, yeah. even if it wasn't, like, initial. I'm, like, very unnecessarily picky, too. <laughs> <laughs> a struggle is trying to kind of get out of that, where you're, like, even if you don't like them or want anything with them, it's probably useful you, in a way. Yeah. So that way you learn... I feel like you probably overthink it too yeah. much. Oh my yeah. god, I overthink everything. In, every <laughs> single thing that I do in, in my general. life, I overthink it. Yeah. yeah. You just need to get out of your comfort zone in that. It's more just like me being a know-it-all, and I feel like I know what I want, like that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. So then I don't even give it a chance. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then now, in your 20s, you see people just dating, even if it's yeah. not even like serious. Yeah, even just if it's like just for like hanging fun. out for a couple. Yeah. yeah, like going out a couple nights or something. It's something that, like, that I think about because you see it all the time, mm-hmm. like, online. Mm-hmm. You always see people, like, going on dates, like, especially now with online dating. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so easy for people to just, like, meet up with random people. Mm-hmm. Would you ever online date? I don't think so. No? No. That's... Not, like, serious. online... No. <laughs> <laughs> How would you want to meet somebody? That you would agree to go on a date with, like, okay, if you so met them. Okay, so we were talking about this, actually, cool. last time. I don't remember who I was talking to, but we were talking about it, and I was saying, like, it's funny because talking to people online, it's just, like, a random person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but if you meet somebody the way that people met before, which was, it's like... It's still a random it's person. It's still a random person. Yeah. So if you're meant to meet Ted Bundy, you're going to meet Ted Bundy, whether you meet him online mm-hmm. or in person. It's still a random person. Yeah. And it's funny because I've always said that, like, oh, no, that's so, like, creepy because mm-hmm. you never know who, like, who it's going to be. When we used to, like, go out before mm-hmm. a lot like we used to go out like every weekend we used to meet people all the yeah. time mm-hmm. um and there would be like random guys i would ask for like my number or whatever and like they were random people yeah so it's like kind of the same thing mm-hmm. and i feel like it's easy for us to get vibes off people yeah. whether it's like creepy or not i feel like one of the things that throws me off about online dating is the pressure of it there's like a weird pressure like you have to live up to whatever you're putting on mm-hmm. your profile or whatever the yeah. however the fuck online dating works mm-hmm. because you don't know these people in person so you have to showcase something to them mm-hmm. so then there's like a weird pressure of like meeting their expectations but you technically don't have to you just have to be yourself and if they like you then cool if they don't then okay more i know but i'm saying like it's easier to be a certain way in online Mm -hmm. than it is in person it's like more comfortable so then you meet them in person and then you're like (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> hi. Like, it's just, like, a weird pressure. I feel yeah. like that's what throws me off about online dating. Yeah. Versus in person, it's, like, a natural thing personally, because you don't know I think, them. Personally, I think in person is way better, meeting somebody in person yeah. than But it's online. also, like, doesn't happen anymore. Like, a lot of the friends that I have that have started dating people, like, recently, it's, like, online. Mm. Like, they met them yeah, online. Yeah, but look at the times that we're in right now, so... That's kind of, like, the only option. When the pandemic started, yeah. online dating bumped up. I honestly don't think it matters. I think the way you meet doesn't matter. Yeah. Like You're going to you meet, meet someone regardless. You can whether meet you meet online or anywhere. in person, yeah. or it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I think meeting them in person just takes some of that pressure off versus yeah. meeting them online. And that's the part that probably throws me off about it. If they're approaching you, then yeah. it's obviously Basically, for you're not getting catfished. <laughs> If somebody approaches you in person, there's no pressure because they're the ones approaching you. So what do you feel pressure for? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, hey, what's up? Like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Versus, like, online, they know that you're pursuing each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what I don't like about it. (laughs) The way the stars are aligned for me, (laughs) it's not in my nature to be like that. What, online? To meet someone online? No, to be like... Oh, yeah, like, I want to talk to you. Yeah, like, that's for not... you to approach somebody. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about astrology sign, it's not, <laughs> oh it's not written in the stars for me to be <laughs> like that. Basically, the point that I'm trying to get at is that if, like, I feel like these are, like, the times where it's, like, trial and error. Like, you should be, like, dating. Not, mm-hmm. like, having, like, a bunch of boyfriends. So if that's what you want to do, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But, like, just dating so that way you can figure out what you want. Because mm-hmm. I've always felt like I knew what I wanted. But it's, like, how like how do you really know what you want if, you if you're, like... If you're not getting out there. Yeah. So that's, like, one of the things that I feel like I'm, like, missing out on. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, constantly, like, oh, my God. Like, I feel like I should be a little bit more open-minded about yeah. things like that. Even, like, online dating, maybe. It just feels like... A pre- like a pressure like you should be doing you should be having fun dating going on dates isn't that whatever mm-hmm. like I hear that all the time yeah and m- sometimes I'm like fuck like maybe I should like it's not that serious yeah and I feel like that's you something- don't have to overthink it I've- I'm such an overthinker <laughs> so that's something that I overthink about <laughs> and I'm like it's really not that serious so sometimes yeah. I struggle with that because I there's like a part of me that wants to be like no like I want to do things old school and, like, meet people, like, an old school, traditional way, whatever. But that is kind of an old school way to just meet somebody random. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a part of me that wants to, like, just wait. You know, like, I feel like back then, like, traditionally people just, like, wait for it to just happen. Mm -hmm. And then, but now I feel like people in our age or our, our generation are, like, doing things however the fuck they want to do it yeah so like if girls want to like date they like go and look for it and like mm-hmm. make it happen kind of like whether it's yeah. online dating or whatever versus back then i feel like people just kind of like waited for the guy to pursue yeah or like for it to just happen like <clears throat> yeah randomly i don't know anyways to conclude being in your 20s is literal garbage i don't know why <laughs> nobody warned us <laughs> i want a refund so it's hopefully like, it's normal to be oblivious when we're young, obviously, because why the fuck would we have to worry about any of this? True. But then once you start becoming older and then you start realizing it, you're in such a different state of mind, your eyes are open wow, to so Wow, life m- actually sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're open to so much that you never realized before. Yeah. Yeah, and you just got to work through it. Suck it up. But yeah, so if you're in your 20s and you can relate to anything <laughs> Hang that in we there. mentioned... Um, girl, good luck, boo. (laughs) Let me know if you make it out alive.
yeah, I think we're just going to end it here. It's literally going to be one in the morning. Alejandra wants to go to Coldstone Creamery because they close <laughs> at two in the morning. Stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Alejandra. And I'm your host, Vanessa. And this is She, she Collective. Collective.